Hello and welcome back to the Bunch of Punts betting podcast. It's been a long, long time. The last show was on the 25th of October, so sorry about that, but we promise we're back and we're going to record plenty of shows for the remainder of the season. If you're new, this is your specialist podcast for long shot football bets. And what we're going to try and do is scratch that long shot itch. We're going to cast an eye over the English slate, EPL, and as far down as the pyramid as the bookies will let us, maybe even delving north of the border. We're looking for excuses to get against the shortest priced teams on the slates. Joining me on this quest is Matthew O'Regan. How are you? I'm brilliant, mate. How are you? <laughs> I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Today we're recording from, it's the Red Lion, isn't it? Red Lion Pub um, in Sheffield, if you're familiar. And um, for those who aren't familiar with what we do on the show, let me explain. What we're going to do, we each come prepared with our sort of three, two or three biggest fancies for the weekend. We'll pitch the case for our long shots, uh, long shots, sorry, and between us, we'll whittle them down to our two favourites. Those will be our naps. Then to wrap up the show, we'll delve into alternative markets. This weekend, it's going to be goal scorers. And I'll not bore you too much with the profit and loss stuff, but we do track all our selections. One point will go on our naps each, one point on our goal scorer picks, and 0.1 points on our combined goal scorer long shot. Now, I've got to be honest, I haven't been bothered to renew my Adobe subscription, so this is going to be a one-take wonder. So apologies if there's any gaffes or weird stuff, but I literally can't edit them out, so apologies for that. And also, I've just realised I haven't seen what the odds are for our combined goal scorer pick, so we're going to be floundering around later in the show. But enough of that, we're going to kick off with Matthew's first selection. What have you got for us? Um, so I've gone for Fleetwood to win at Lincoln at 3-1 to one with Bet365. Uh, basically, Lincoln have only won one in 10, and they've only scored three in seven. And in the same time, they've only conceded six, so the games are very low scoring. But my thinking is, I just think it'll be a tight game, a couple, like one goal could win it, and I think Fleetwood have the ability to sit back and just hit hit Lincoln where it hurts. They've got a really good front three of Omachir, Stocklin, Cochrane, who I'll talk about later. They've got Phoenix Patterson, again, who's very good underlying uh, stats and good off the bench. They've recently signed Kilkenny on loan from Bournemouth. He's a brilliant centre mid, I think far too good for League One and gives them bite and steal next to young Irish midfielder Lowell. And they've got Sarpong Weirdo, who's one of the most underrated centre-backs in the league. So you've got a Fleetwood side who, as proven the last two games, kept two clean sheets in a row and scored more uh, two-plus in the last three. They've got a side who know how to defend and they're fighting for their lives and they've got one I know I know it sounds rich saying it because they're the bottom three, but one of the most exciting front threes in the league and I think four to one I think uh, three to one I think they can uh, hurt hurt Lincoln. Mm, I'm not sure about this one. The the signing of Kilkenny I had no idea about and you're absolutely spot on. He's far too good for the division. What what is he doing in League One by the way? I don't know. I, I, I was thinking when, when Bournemouth loaned them out I was thinking bottom half champ but to to sign for a team in the bottom four of League One, I think it's ridiculous. And Lowell Nexham is a similar uh, player of similar mould, and they just add so much tenacity in midfield. So, I'm, I'm my thinking Fleet would sit back for Straighton, and the pace and power of Omachair, the clinicalness of Stockley and Cochrane. I think Fleetwood can cause some issues. I think that price is far too big. 
yeah, it's, it's great points you make, but I'm not I'm not letting it on the show. I'm not having it. And for one simple reason is, have you seen Lincoln's um, goals for goals against Tally? They've scored 31, conceded 30. They live so much in the realms of fine margins. I, I just don't want them anywhere near this show. I've no doubt what you're saying might be true. And Fleetwood do look a tasty price, but I, I, I think this stinks of a nil-nil. So I'm going to take you back up to the championship. Rotherham, I've got them jotted down at 20 to 1, but I feel like they've shortened a smidge since they opened on Monday at 22 to 1 for their trip to Leeds. And the simple thinking is they love to frustrate the big boys. This season, the reverse ended 1-1. They drew 2-2 with Ipswich, 1-1 with Saints at the St. Mary's. And those are three of the top four. The top four, by the way, who've running away with the league. Um, it took a late goal from Leicester to split the sides when they met in uh, at New York Stadium back in August. And you combine these results with last season, they beat Sheffield United 1-0 at Bramall Lane, 2-1 with Sunderland. They took four points off Middlesbrough last season. I think they took four points off them again this season. Draws with Burnley, Luton, Coventry last term. And I think there's just a clear pattern emerging. Yeah, I like it. I, when, when I was looking at the bets... Uh, last night, I, straight away when I saw Rotherham's prize, like Jim's all over that. But as you said, you name the results, the, the away results. Uh, yeah, no, all draws, not wins. Yeah. I know, like I think, <laughs> I, I, I think, I just think looking at the table, I think they're dead and buried. They're like 11, 11 off safety. Again, recently they've been showing a bit of fight, but not getting many, many wins on their bite uh, under their belt. I just think Leeds are far too good for them, and I think I think there is juice in the handicaps. I think. They've priced um, Rotherham's handicap at plus two Asian. And I can't see Leeds putting three. I think I think Leeds put one or two past them. So I think at, at worst you get a refund if you're about the handicap. But I can't get behind Rotherham winning. But it is a value price, I think. Yeah, fair point. And great point about the handicap. It's worth pointing out. If you don't listen, I'm talking to you. If you don't fancy what we're saying in the 1x2, there's an alternative market you can delve into. And that... Plus two about Rotherham would mean Leeds would have to win by three goals for you to lose your stake entirely. So you're not having Rotherham. Where are you taking us next? Um, st- sticking in Yorkshire, though, but <coughs> the pits of Yorkshire in terms of footballing ability. Doncaster, Tranmere, and Tranmere to win at threes or two to one with better 365. As always, shop around if you want better prices. I always stick with 365 because the early payout, but... Short in the midst of it, Donny have only won one in ten. They're third bottom from the league after just drawing with Sutton, who were 23rd with a contentious last-minute penalty. Sutton were much the better team, speaking to Donny fans. It's toxic toxic at the club. McCann's can't get a tune out of them. And they face a Tranmere side who are in the bottom half, but over the last 15 in the league, Tranmere are the sixth most informed team, so that's a good sample size for that. Adkins has transformed, and I think Tranmere are slowly creeping up the league and I don't agree with Donny being favourites against them even though they're at home. Again, it's it's another strong case. I can't actually believe Donny in favourites. So what price are they? Are they actually favourites? Uh, just above evens, I believe. Shit. That 2. is... 2.3 where Tranmere threes. That is... So I think bookies can't split them too much but I wouldn't have Donny favourites here. To be able to get Tranmere, for example, as we spoke about earlier, the handicap... Um, yeah, court go all the draw no bet even so two point one five they refund if they don't if if they draw I just think I think they've massively underestimated Tranmere's run of form. Shit, 
You are right. Donnie's favourites is awful. Awful pricing from the bookies, but I'm not letting Tranmere on either. And it's simple. Two to one, three point zero. It's too short. It's supposed to be a long shot show. Yeah, I think I, I I would want slightly bigger odds, but I think that just stood out though, yeah. So I agree, we won't have it on, but again, I wouldn't put you off putting a Tranmere Fleetwood double if you're feeling naughty or or a Tranmere, Tranmere and Fleetwood win to nil double if you're extra cheeky. Extra cheeky. Yeah, there's options there. I'm going back up to League One. It took me a while then. But Shrewsbury are whopping nine to one at Derby. So you've got the anti-post title favourites. They're four points off the top. Game in hand. Last, lot, uh, last league defeat was against Peterborough, who are absolutely flying. That's over their last 12 games. And they're playing, that's Derby, they're playing a bottom half side in Shrewsbury. Eight losses in their last 10 games. But it's not looking good, is it? But, 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 but. Club legend Paul Hurst is back. He kicked off his most recent reign at the club with a win at Northampton. They was then downed by a Lyle Taylor brace last weekend. But the very early trend looks to me like uh, her side... Uh, her Shrewsbury side are better suited to playing away. They had 40% possession at Northampton, but 19 shots, and they obviously won 2-0. And then against uh, Cambridge, they had 60% possession, nine shots, and lost. So I'm thinking they're better suited away from home when the onus isn't on them. And against Derby, it, it just stinks of a contained encounter and a potential shock. Again, I agree. Derby love a slip-up. We all know, no pun intended, Richard Keogh. But a Dar- Derby love, sort of love bottling it when when it when it comes to it. Like like I said, it's 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 too perfect for Derby after Peterborough slipping up midweek, Oxford on a bad run, Bolton game with Bone. I just think it's too perfect for Derby not to win, which means they won't win. <laughs> but again, Shrewsbury's form. I know it's new manager bounce and everything, but I just think the form Derby are in. I don't think Shrewsbury have enough. Shrewsbury are, yeah, lowest scorers in the league with joint lowest scorers in the league, 21 goals. I think if they do win, it'll be a smash and grab 1-0. But again, I I don't see enough to back Shrewsbury. But the, the handicap again could be could be the value play for that. And this one, you're not having off me. This is my final pick. I'm not letting you talk me out of this. I'm going north of the border here. Partick Thistle boying boying at home to Livingston. So Partick Thistle win and over one goal is 3.75 with Bet365. Uh, yep. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, uh, technical issues. Uh, Partick, Partick Thistle uh, have the best home record in the Scottish Championship, averaging two goals per home game. They currently sit third in the league. Uh, yeah, as I said, averaging two goals per home game. They've conceded 1.63 per home game, so they will probably need two to, to win. But Partick Thistle attacked first. They're very high-scoring team, so that won't bother them. In the last round, they beat Ross County 3-0 away. Same league as Livingston, above Livingston in the league. And then you just look at Livingston, they're absolutely honking at the moment. They've got the worst away record in the SPL, conceding two a game. They're 16 without a win in the league, and there's 13 of these. The club are in dire straits. Manager David Martindale, they love him there, but even the fans are turning against him now, which shows how, how bad they are. And I think part of Thistle, they, w- they won't have a better chance of beating a Premier League team this season than that. And part of Thistle winning over 
I, over one goal, three point seven five is my pick, and I'm not letting you talk me out of it. <laughs> well, I'm not going to. I think it's I think it's a wonderful pick, and the combining it with over one goal, it essentially means as long as they win, but it's not by one nil. The bets are winning, right? Yeah, exactly. And I I don't think part part eight had many one nils this season. If you look last last home game in the league was a four nil win. They're constantly winning 2-1, 3-2, making it nervy for the fans and for punters, but they love scoring goals at home, so I can't not have them to score two or more. Yeah, yeah, I'm all over that. Link, uh, Livingston, absolutely honking form. I'm just looking at, you know, 16 without a win and 13 of those have been losses. Unbelievable. So that's the first selection in this week's episode. It's um, Patrick... Sorry, what? Patrick Pistol. Patrick Patrick Pistol to beat Livingston and over one match goal. You make that in Bet365 Bet Builder. It's 3.75, so 11 to 4. And my last pick, back south of the border, all the way down to League Two, Salford, minus one on the Asian handicap at 3 to 1. They head to Swindon. Now, for this bet to be a winner, you need Salford to win by a two goal margin. But if they win by a one-goal margin, you get your stakes back. So there's an extra bit of security there. And the simple thinking is, Salford may be in the bottom half of the division, but since Carl Robinson joined the club as manager, they've played five, they're unbeaten, three wins, and they've took 11 points from a possible 15. What's more, it's 96 shots, 32 on target, and 10 goals. So two goals a game. And you look at Swindon, one win in the last five. They've only won twice on the road all season which is, means only three teams in the fourth tier have taken few points. I mean, it just makes so much sense for me. Yeah, I'm all over that. Not just because I may or may not have tipped Salford to win the league at the start of the season. So I've, I've already been big on Salford. But yeah, Salford are way lower than they should have been based on the resources and style of play and everything. Also, before the season, I'd um, I'd Swindon come in coming bottom six, I think. So I'm, I'm big on Swindon struggling. They looked awful. Again, it's another toxic place. No sense of clarity there. And Salford are, are banging confidence. So yeah, I'm having Salford. I think Salford put a few past them. Oh yeah, so we're having it then. Yeah, Salford. Salford joining Patrick Park, Fissle then. It's Salford minus one on the Asian handicap. Three to one for their trip for Swindon. And now, it's into my favourite part of the show. It's the goal scorers. So... You're excited about your pick this week, aren't you? Who have you got for us? So, so uh, Josh Stokes was a big one for us, but he, his price has gone. His, right, his price has gone, yeah. every like we, we were getting five or sixes to one every week for the Aldershot bagsman to score. Bristol City have signed him. He's gone back on loan, but bookies have clocked on. But I think I've got one to rival it. I've got Ronan Cochran for Fleetwood. I think that's how you pronounce it. Sorry to, <laughs> sorry to any Irish listeners. But he's 5.5 to score. And obviously, I mentioned earlier how I'm big on Fleetwood for this game. Yeah, he's just he's just a very good striker. I know it's the Irish League isn't the best, but a lot of a lot of teams in England, Fleetwood in particular, like they signed Phoenix Patterson from Ireland, I believe, promise them a cheer. Fleetwood do a lot of business in Ireland. A lot of teams are realising very, very good potential players in Ireland. So they've signed him. He's about 28 now, so not your typical young Irishman. But he's got 35 in his last, uh, 35 and 32 for Waterford last season, or a couple of seasons ago. He's got two in his last two for Fleetwood. Obviously, under Charlie Adam, Fleetwood have looked a lot better. They had a 3 0 win over Port Vale, which he scored, and he had four shots on target and a goal, accumulating a 1.35 XG. And all his shots and all on target were inside the penalty area. 
then in the 2-0 win over Bristol Rovers, he only needed one um, one shot to score. So he's, he's showing he's got the shot volume before that and he's also shown the clinical nature scoring in one shot. So Ronan Coughlin at 5.5 is my pick. I love it. Not your typical young Irishman. <laughs> my pick is from the Championship. It's early kickoff. Ipswich hosts West Brom and it's the big man, Kiefer Moore. He's 5-2 to two to score any time, 18s to score a brace. But I'm going to go with the headed goal market on Bet365. That's at 17-2. to two. And he's an absolute monster. He came on in the 45th minute in the 3-2 defeat against Preston. He had seven shots. Five of those came with his head. Four was on target, two goals, and one of those came with his head. Now, obviously, he came on at 3-0 down, so game state skewed those numbers. He's not going to be hitting seven shots every week. But these tractor boy teams stinks of crosses. As already showed, they will make chances for the big fella with the big head. They rank third for accurate crosses per game. And they've also got a fullback, a little man called Leif Davis. He's got 11 assists, which is joint top of uh, the championship level with Adam Armstrong of Southampton. And he's averaging, uh, Davis, this is three key passes per game. That's the most in the division. So I could see these two in particular striking up some partnership. And I think Kiefer Moore, I think he's pretty much guaranteed to start after his impact last weekend. So all the prices appeal to me. The 5-2, to two, anytime, the 18s brace. But I'm going to go for the headed goal because particularly with the uh, with uh, Leif Davis on the left wing. I think he's going to get bags and bags of chances, Kiefer and Moore. There are going to be tons of crosses into the area. And if there's one man you want on the end of him, it's the big Welsh man. So I think that's all our picks. Matthew, do you just want to wrap up your two? Yeah, I've gone for Partick Thistle win and over one goal at 3.75 in the Scottish FA Cup. And Ron Coughlin to score at 5.5 for Fleetwood at Lincoln. Lovely stuff. I think you've nailed the pronunciation. We were Googling. Uh, we watched ten, it. 10 minutes Googling it before, so I think I've got it right, but apologies if not. <laughs> I think you've nailed it. In my pick, it's Salford minus one on the Asian handicap. They're three to one against Swindon. And my goal scorer is Kiefer Moore to score a header. 17 to two with Bet365. That's in Ipswich games against West Brom. That just about wraps us up for our return. I want to say long-awaited return, but I don't think anybody cares that much. But the good news is we're going to be back every Wednesday for a long-shot show. And we've also got some exciting stuff planned in the form of newsletters. So stay tuned, watch this space, yada, yada, yada. And uh, we'll be back similar time next Wednesday for more long shots. <laughs>